0: the dictionary Hello Word Nerds Welcome to the dictionary My name is Spencer Still and I am still reading the dictionary, and I sure hope that you're enjoying it. I try to make this, uh, well, educational, but also kind of entertaining, hence what the word that I like to use, edutainment. Um, I don't know if it's really either one of those. It's probably way more educational than entertaining, Uh, but uh, when I have a guest on, I think it's more entertaining. Okay, let's talk about more double words. This is a very strange but fun section. Um, I do like this section because My brain likes things that are very literal, and in general, I think that all of these double words, most of them, are much more literal than some of these other things we've had, which are a little bit like esoteric ideas or isms or, I don't know, other things that it's a little bit harder for my brain to comprehend sometimes. Uh, But these, I can understand a lot of these things. Okay, the first word in this episode is double door Sounds pretty obvious. Let's read it. It's two words, by the way. Almost all of these are going to be two words, uh, but some of them will have hyphens just like in the last episode. Double door, noun from 1840. An opening with two vertical doors that meet in the middle of the opening when closed. Compare to Dutch door. Hmm, Dutch door. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of described weird, but you got a big opening, you got two doors, they attach on the outside of the opening, the outside edges. And then when you close the doors, they meet in the middle and pretty much every set of double doors is going to be like this double doors, French doors. I feel like that uh, could be another way to describe these. I, I feel like I hear that a lot, but what's a Dutch door? I don't know. Good thing we don't have too long to wait until then, just the end of the Ds. Well, the sound effect is going to be another thing that's uh, a double sound. I don't know. We're just going to do like pew pew. The next word is double double. Double 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 double. Um, It's got a hyphen. Noun from 1985. An instance of a player's accumulating Of a player's accumulating a total of 10 or more in two statistical categories as points and rebounds in one basketball game. Alright, let's just break this down real quick. So, in a basketball game, one player, if they get 10 or more points plus 10 or more rebounds, that's a double-double because they got double digits on two things. Double-double. Uh, what is the other one? I think assists. I think is the assists is one of the other categories. Um, and so, if they got ten or more points and ten or more assists, that would also be a double double. But if they get ten or more in all three of those categories, I think that's called a triple double. And that's that's. I don't know how rare it is, but it's kind of rare. I think it's pretty rare. I, I'm I'm kind of shocked that this didn't come in until 1985. Did they just have a different name for it, or did nobody do that until 1985? That's uh, that's an interesting one. Pew, pew. Double down. This is an intransitive verb from 1949. One, to double the original bid in Blackjack in exchange for only one more card. Uh, I think in, uh, what's that movie? uh slackers no S- swingers, swingers they talk about doubling down when you got 11, I think because if you yeah, I don't know the specifics, but basically you you are you put you you double your bid and then if you get one card like if you get a 10 or I guess one of the face cards, you got a f- decent chance at getting 10, then you hit 21 on the nose and then you're like, yeah I got I just doubled everything that I. Wanted to get Hmm 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 Yeah what are the chances That you're gonna Get 10 more They must be I don't know I don't know And there was a whole thing about You always double down on 11 No you don't always double I don't know I don't know I don't ever I don't play those games I don't play any games Double down What? got an 11 You always double down on 11 I know right? but it's $200 Mike, It's blood money man. You might get to double down. I can't double down it Mike if you don't look like You know you what you're doing the you stop doing, a second Shut up you I don't can't back, do you know if know what you're a doing. Baby, you're double like, I'm telling you, if you don't know what you're down. I'm telling you, baby, you always double down a little bit. Yeah, well, obviously, not always. Always, baby. I'm just saying, not in this particular case. You always double down. I lost. Number two, to become more tenacious, zealous, or resolute in a position or undertaking. As in, the administration needs to double down on the call for political reform. And that is a quote from the Washington Post. They need to double down on the call for political reform. They need to be more tenacious, zealous, or resolute in, this, in their call for political reform. They want political reform, and they need to really send that message home, really be more hard, hard-nosed about it. Double down. That's double down. Pew, pew. Double dribble, noun from circa 1949. An illegal action in basketball made when a player dribbles the ball with two hands simultaneously or continues to dribble after allowing the ball to come to rest in one or both hands. You can't do this. It's funny that we had Two basketball things uh, starting with double within three words. I don't know how often this gets called in a professional basketball game. It seems like they would be good enough or smart enough to not do this. To dribble with two hands seems like incredibly rare. Or what's probably more common is that they they bring the ball to rest in their in one one or both of their hands, um, so you're not allowed to dribble again after you do that. You gotta pass it or shoot it, uh, and so uh, yeah, that sometimes they may forget. They're like, oh, I forgot that I came to rest. Now now I can't I can't dribble anymore, and I just dribbled, and you call it a double dribble, and now I got a foul or something. However that works. Pew, pew. Double Dutch. Um, the, the D the D in Dutch is capitalized. Uh, double Dutch. noun from 1876. One unintelligible language. I have never heard of this one. Uh, I know obviously a lot of people don't know the language Dutch, but then you call it double Dutch. How did that come into being? Maybe we need to find something in Etymonline or something, or somewhere, somewhere on the internet, and and talk about well, why why is double Dutch unintelligible language? Hmm 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 hmm. Number two, the jumping of two jump ropes rotating in opposite directions simultaneously. Is a thing that you see a lot in school, schoolyards, school playgrounds. The kids, the kids be doing this. Some, some adults, there's whole big competitions for double dutch rope jumping. Uh, but yeah, usually it's the kids who are doing this and they'll often sing some sort of songy thing while they're doing it. My mama said that you can't do this. You suck uh i don't maybe once a long 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 time ago when i was a kid i tried this it was probably single dutch with one rope which is a lot simpler i think but yeah i don't really know if i ever did the double dutch uh i I, i'm i'm always curious i'm always like ooh, i would love to try but i'm sure i know that i would just fail miserably because well i've never done it uh, but it might be kind of fun to try. Could I do it? Is it possible? Could this could this 40-something white boy actually double dutch? I don't know. You got to get the rhythm. That's the hard part. And then, of course, jumping in. thats That's even harder than probably doing the thing once you're inside. Inside that little room of rope flying around you. Uh, let's put a link in the show notes for, um, I don't know, all the various sort of poem song things that people will, people will sing while they're doing it. Yeah. People get crazy. They do fancy tricks and stuff. I would have trouble just, just not getting hit with the rope. Just doing one jump. Pew, pew. Double Eagle. The Flying Eagle. There's two of them noun from 1925 aha we're adding on to the double bogey thing more information a golf score of 3 strokes less than par on a hole so if par, if par is 4 and you get it in 1 a hole in 1 it's called a double eagle it's not a clever name cuz you got birdie and then you got eagle and then you got double eagle but in the other direction, you got bogey, double bogey, triple bogey. Maybe we should have new new names for those. Now, I said in the last episode that I heard an albatross is three strokes under par. Uh, but I think I got that from Mario Golf. So, you know, you can't necessarily trust everything that Mario tells you about golf. I think albatross is a pretty good name, though, instead of double eagle. That's what we should call it. Double eagle with a hyphen is a transitive verb. Oh, it's so very exciting when you get a double eagle. You can go, ah, ah. That should have been my sound effect. Ah, ah. Double edged with a hyphen, adjective from the 15th century. One, having two cutting edges, as in a double edged knife. You can cut it from one side of the knife. You can cut from the other side of the knife. You got to be really, really careful with a double-edged knife. 2A, having two components or aspects, as in a spy with a double-edged mission. Ooh, they got to do two two main components to their mission. What do they got to do? They got to save the person and blow up the building. To be capable of being taken in two ways, as in a double-edged remark. Well, even if you wouldn't necessarily call it a double-edged remark, it could still be because anything, anything can be, um, can be interpreted in at least two ways. So you got to be really, really, really specific with the words that you're trying to say to people. That's what I like to do. But I'm not always so great at that either. Double-edged. ah oh, ah, oh. I don't even know if that's the sound eagles make. Double-edged sword. Double-edged still has a hyphen. Noun from the 15th century. Something that has, or can have, both favorable and unfavorable consequences. As in, freedom of expression can be a double-edged sword. And that is a quote from Linda Connors. I don't think that's Linda Connors. No, I'm I'm mixing up two things in my brain. Uh, I was thinking of Terminator. Her last name, I think, is Connor, but the actress's name is Linda. Linda Hamilton? Yeah. I, I got mixed up there for a second. Uh, freedom of expression can be a double-edged sword. Yes, it can. Yes, yes, it can. Uh, and I think... I think uh, Weird Al's song One More Minute has something in there about double-edged swords or double-edged double-edged something, double-edged blades, double-edged something. I'd rather dive into a swimming pool filled with double-edged razor blades. than spend one more minute with you. Oh, oh. Double-ended hyphen is in there adjective from circa 1874 similar at both ends one end and the other end they're similar as in a double-ended bolt i think this would probably be like a screw bolt um sometimes they have they're same on the both on both ends i don't know double-ended ah ah double-ender hyphen noun from 1864 a ship or boat with bow and stern of similar shape Uh, yeah I guess a lot of boats have the pointy thing on the front but then maybe more of like a flat end on the back on the stern but uh, if it's like a canoe a canoe would be a double ender because the front and the back are both uh, pointy and they're both similarly shaped, doesn't matter what the shape is, as long as they're similarly shaped to each other, then that ship or boat can be called a double ender. Ah oh, oh. Double entendre. Oh, my God, the pronunciation looks so complicated here because it's all, like, French sounds, and there's lots of superscript... Letters and upside-down things and dots and dashes. Okay, we've got double entendre, double entendre, tonder? Something like that. Double entendre. Uh, That's kind of accurate. This is two words. The second word is entendre. Noun from 1673... Uh, The plural is, you put an S at the end, and it's double entendres, or double entendres. Number one, ambiguity of meaning, arising from language that lends itself to more than one interpretation. Now, this is where you're saying a thing, I think, that, well, hold on, let's see, Let's, let's read number two first. A word or expression capable of two interpretations with usually, with one usually risque. So, usually I believe a double entendre, this is something where on purpose, it's, it's set, it has two interpretations on purpose. Somebody said it specifically to say, you know, it's got this one meaning, but it also has this other meaning. And so if you're aware of both of them, you're kind of in on the joke. Uh, but yes, more often than not, when you hear of something called a double entendre, one of the meanings is risque, meaning it could be it it could have a sort of a sexy meaning behind it. <laughs> uh, this is obsolete French, literally means uh, double meaning. Now I don't know if the word double is French. I feel like they would use a different French word. Maybe not but entendre, I guess, means meaning. Double meaning, two meanings. It specifically is said or written to have double meaning. Ah, ah. Double entry, noun from 1741, a method of bookkeeping that recognizes both sides of a business transaction by debiting the amount of the transaction to one account and crediting it to another account so the total debits equal the total credits Uh, okay you're doing bookkeeping for a company and both sides of a business transaction by debiting the amount you're taking away the amount of the transaction to one account you got you got a couple accounts you're taking away from one account and you're putting the money into the other account So between the two accounts, the amount doesn't change. Now, I wonder if this is one of those, like, secret illegal things that bookkeepers will do to make it look like... I I, I don't know. I don't know bookkeeping well enough to even understand how they can, like, fix the books in some way to do illegal things. I don't understand any of that stuff. But uh, maybe they're double entry. They're doing one entry for one account, another, the same entry or the opposite entry for the other account. It's double entry. That's all we need to know. For what? I don't know. There's a test later, maybe? Caw! Caw! Now it's a crow. Double-faced with a hyphen adjective from seven, 1577. One, the synonyms are hypocritical. Also, two-faced, double-faced, two-faced, uh, and hypocritical. You're you're like you say one thing, but then you say another thing, and those things uh, they don't they don't mix well. They don't they don't agree with each other. You're being a hypocrite. That's a good word. Uh, number two, a having two faces or sides designed for use, as in a double-faced bookshelf. I guess that means it's a bookshelf that you can look at it on both sides. It's not up against a wall. Maybe it's in the middle of a room. And so you can uh, you can see books on one side and you can walk around to the other side and see the books over there. But then you're going to... Maybe you need books up against each other because otherwise you're going to see only the spine of books on one side and then just the pages on the other side. So yeah, maybe you you put the pages up against each other and so you can see spines on both sides. Then you can hold double the books. Um, okay, 2B is double faced with a D or just double face. Finished on both sides. the synonym is reversible, and this is talking about fabric. You get it's like you get two jackets in one. You can wear the jacket, and then you can flip it inside out, and then you can wear the jacket that way. It's got a whole new design. I was just talking to somebody like a week ago who had a double-faced jacket. It's two jackets in one. Yeah, double-faced. And the other idea with double-faced, which is number one, hypocritical, two-faced, is it's just like, uh, you're you're you're. What do you what are you doing? You're you're saying something to somebody over there, but then you're giving like opposite information to somebody else and it's kind of similar to like double cross and double agent a little bit like that it's in that same kind of world i don't like being double faced i like being very truthful car, car. double fault f-a-u-l-t noun from circa 1909 two consecutive serving faults in tennis that result in in the loss of a point ooh ooh I didn't know you lose a point so when you're serving and you hit the net you you, it's like okay cool you 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 messed up on that one but you get another try but if you mess up the second try then you lose a point that's bad that's a double fault you faulted twice double fault with a hyphen is an intransitive verb Ha What is happening to this bird? Double feature. Ooh, noun from 1928. A movie program with two main films. This is not something that we see almost ever this day and age. Back in the day, in the early 20th century, they would do this all the time. There would be a newsreel. There would be a cartoon or two. And then there would be like two feature length films although granted the feature length films were probably shorter back then you'd get two films for a nickel and then you'd, you'd come in the middle of one and then you'd just sit through the next one until you got to where you were and then you'd be like all right cool i saw everything i'm gonna go now oh yeah this is it's so so different these days we need to bring these back i never went to see in the theater uh the grindhouse movies it was uh, planet terror and uh death proof uh who did we do robert rodriguez i think yes robert rodriguez and uh quentin tarantino and i really wanted to go see that in the theater i'm disappointed that i didn't but that was a double feature because they played one with fake previews and then there was an intermission and i think there was more fake previews and then there was another movie and some of those previews have now turned into real movies we need to bring the double feature back (laughs) Ha 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 ha! Double fertilization, noun from circa nineteen o nine, fertilization, characteristic of seed plants, in which one sperm nucleus fuses with the egg nucleus to form an embryo, and another fuses with polar nuclei to form endosperm. I'm not sure what any of that means. Hmm. Hmm. How does a bird go? I lost it. I don't even know what bird sounds like anymore. Ha! <sighs> ha! <sighs> the next word is double genitive. I think it would be genitive. G E N I T I V E. Noun from 1824. A syntactic construction in English in which possession is marked both by the preposition of the word of and a noun or pronoun in the possessive case uh, and then there is so we, we're, here's an example there's a phrase a friend of bob's is a friend of mine a friend of bob's is a friend of mine so this is double genitive because why uh, let's see possession is marked both by the preposition of so a friend of bob uh, and a noun or pronoun in a possessive case. Uh, Bob's is possessive, and... Oh man, I just feel so dumb when I have to think about these things. My brain does not comprehend these as well as it should. So I guess the, the phrase, a friend of Bob's is a friend of mine, or phrases like that would be considered double genitive. I wish it gave more information about genitive, though. You know, when we get to the G's, uh, we'll we'll learn more about that, but... Not today... Ha, ha. The last word is double glazing, noun from 1943, two layers of glass set in a window to reduce heat flow in either direction. There's that classic scene in. Uh, oh, I can think of two two examples in media where they talk about double glazing glass uh let's see in uh ace ventura he comes in and he talks about well maybe i'll play an audio clip because i think he mentions double glazing but basically he proves something because of the double glazing this is double pane soundproof glass there's no way that neighbor could have heard pedactor scream on the way down with that door shut uh, and then the other one is from an animated short called Creature Comforts where I think, I think he, the, this one character, this animals talks about, you know, the double glazing and that. Here, you live in a very small place with all the technological advances possible. You have uh, everything sorted out, double glazing, you know, your, your heating and everything. In Brazil, but you don't have space. In Brazil, you have space. Although you don't have all this technological, you know, double glaze and things like that, and, uh, you know, uh, but you have space. Yeah. Okay, it is word of the episode time. So, we had today double door, double double, double down, double dribble, double dutch, double eagle, double edged, double edged sword, double ended, double ender, double entendre, double entry, double faced, Double fault, double feature, double fertilization, double genitive, and double glazing. I think it might be fun to put a link in the show notes for double entendre, maybe examples of double entendres uh, if you want to learn more. I was thinking about picking that as the the word of the episode because, you know, it's a good uh, play on words if you can come up with a good uh, double entendre. It's also just fun to say double entendre. Uh, But I think I have to pick double feature as the word of the episode because, I mean, you can make a double feature at home. You can play two movies back to back and back to back, back to back, and uh, make yourself a little double feature. Or sometimes people like to buy a movie ticket for the theater and then just casually walk into another theater uh, after the first movie is done. And then they're creating their own double feature feature. Uh, Oh, yes, I just I just like movies. That's that's the whole thing about me. I like other things, too. I like lots of things. But movies are they're kind of up there. I really want to make some movies. I have a thought I have I've started making a storyboard for a five minute short five ish minute short. I hope hopefully hopefully by the end of 2023. I maybe will have made that short. But we'll see. I got to finish up some things so I can have some time. What are we talking about? We're talking about double feature bop a da It's time for a double feature. What are we going to watch? Two movies back-to-back, back. it doesn't matter what they are. Two movies! Okay, that's it. My wife and I, my wife Sharon and I, have definitely made, uh, we've had many double features. Uh, actually, I think, I think in a couple of days, um, we are going to do a sort of double feature um, this is uh, Oscars weekend, and on Saturday, uh, there's a theater near us that is going to be playing the animated shorts and the live-action... Anim- no, <laughs> you can't have live-action animated shorts. It's just one or the other. The animated shorts, the nominated an- animated shorts, and the nominated live-action shorts. And so uh, we're going to see those probably back-to-back. Um, and they're, they're both... Uh, each of those are about a feature-length movie length in time. So, yeah, and then the next day we are, of course, going to watch the Oscars because we do. And I have mixed feelings about the Oscars, but they're fun. So maybe uh, maybe after we watch those, the next episode I record, I'll talk about the Oscars a little bit. I don't know. I'm just doing this off the seat of my pants. That's it for this episode. Thank you very much for joining me. Please, please uh, share this and subscribe and rate and review and all of those other fancy things that you can do. Check the show notes for more information and ways to contact me and ways to buy, ways to give me money. Pretty much, that's it. Okay, this has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye. Go